Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, back at it. We're back at it again, all right? <laughs> I mean, wow. New York Jets get blown out, get destroyed by the Buffalo Bills, 45-17. 45-17, man. That's what we saw against these Jets. Tough game to watch. We're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be discussing comments made by Rex Ryan, the nonsense we're seeing from this coaching staff, some of the lack of effort that we're seeing out there. So we're going to be talking about it all. 515 is the number. Call in. We've got the Dolphins game coming up. We'll be discussing that as well. Salutes to all the savages in the chat, from Shonen to NY to Kevin to everybody, man. You know, again, give my videos a thumbs up. But let's go ahead and get into it. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I'm fired up. I am. I'm fired up. You know, it's tough being a Jets fan. <laughs> it truly is. It's really tough. But I'm, I'm here. I love the team, and I'm fired up, all right? Listen, your boy is also on iTunes, man. Okay? Your boy's on iTunes. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Long Beach Joe Show. Go ahead and go over there, all right? Subscribe to the podcast. Also, leave your boy some feedback, man. Give your boy, you know, a five-star rating, and let me know about what you think is going on here, man. Let me know. Tell me how you feel. I want to thank everyone that does, you know, hit, hit me up there. You know, hit up those, uh, those lines to give me that feedback and let me know what they think about the show. Got a lot of really good positive ratings. Salutes to everybody that does that, man. I really, really appreciate it. But, you know, the more you uh, share the show as well and give the five-star ratings and feedback, it helps the show you know, find more people. So, again, please go over there, subscribe to the show on there on iTunes, and uh, give me that five-star rating and uh, give me your feedback as well. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ00. That's zero. That's three zero. That's the, uh, you know, the sh- uh, that's my personal, you know, Twitter, the Long Beach Joe at the Long Beach Joe on, you know, Twitter as well as the show's page. Please follow both of those pages, man. Please do. You know, a lot of fun stuff going on over there. We have a lot of discussions. I'm also, for those of you listening live on Blog Talk Radio, we also live stream the show as well. You want to see this beautiful face? You know what I'm saying? You know, I have a voice made for radio. I have a face made for movies. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go, baby. You know what I'm saying? You want to follow me over there. You want to watch the show live. You want to check out my other content. We game. We do all kinds of great stuff. The, it, listen, it is Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Come on over, subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. And give my video a thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Give my video a thumbs up. So with all that said, it's time to get into it. Again, the lines are open, 515-602-9639. They're hot. Everyone, please be patient. The New York Jets got destroyed against the Buffalo Bills 45-17. to 45 to 17. And this was, this was a game that really showed a lot of things about this New York Jets football team. 
truly did. A lot of the inadequacies that we have, a lot of issues that we have, and it may use, kind of start to question some of the coaching as well, and we'll get into that. But the first thing I want to talk about is the horrific refereeing in this game. It was bad. The refs, the refs were making bad calls. And, again, I'm the last person to really ever talk about refereeing. I'm the last guy. I don't blame stuff on the refs. I'm, I'm not blaming this entire game on the refs either. But the refereeing in this game was so horrific, okay, especially when we're talking about a league that does nothing but protect quarterbacks, right? Tom Brady, all these guys, you touch, you even breathe on Tom Brady, it's a flag. It's roughing the passer. You touch him, it's a flag, it's roughing the passer. I watched Mike White take shots after getting the ball out of his hands, well after the ball was gone. He was still getting hit, and it wasn't a flag. It was nothing. I watched a defensive lineman from the Buffalo Bills wrap his arms around Mike White during a dead ball. The play had been whistled dead. It was done. I watched the defensive lineman of the Buffalo Bills wrap his arms around Mike White and jump up and down, still acting like they were like it was a live ball. And the refs called nothing. They just looked the other way. It started a little skirmish between Jets players and Buffalo Bills players. And nothing was called. That job by that crew was insanely bad yesterday, or insanely bad during the game. It was terrible. It was terrible. Some of the calls, the offensive pass interference call on Elijah Moore, that was horrific. Crowder's catch at the end of, uh, towards the end of the game as well, he clearly was in bounds. Clearly was in bounds. But they still called him out of bounds, said it was no catch. And then reviewed it and still got it wrong again. We've been getting worked by refs this year. There's been quite a bit of bad calls, but this game, this game, I'm telling you, it was horrific. It was horrific. Terrible. You know what else is terrible? This New York Jets defense. My goodness. My goodness. Just awful all game long. It was terrible. They made drives look so easy for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills offense. It was easy. Couldn't cover anybody. Couldn't stop anybody. We gave up 489 total yards of offense to the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to say it again. 489 total yards of offense to the Buffalo Bills. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We gave up 139 yards on the ground. Matt Breida, nobody could cover him. He had a day. He was out there running around. Again, we're still dealing with the same things. We can't stop running backs coming out the backfield. Still, still, we can't stop them. Matt Breida had some touchdowns. But the thing that was so mind-blowing was the lack of adjustments yet again. And we've seen this in the past. With Sulla and Albridge and this defense, we've seen it. We saw it in the Falcons game when they were doing the same thing over and over offensively and there were no adjustments made. We saw it in the game against Indy when they were doing the same thing over and over again and there was no adjustments made. We saw it in New England, and now we see it against the Bills. We had Eccles go out during the game. He's dealing with an injury. He is now in the IR because of that injury. He's going to be missing some weeks. Gundry comes into the game. Gundry somehow is matched up with Stefan Diggs, who's the, who's the Bills' big target. We talked about him constantly. 
He gets matched up with Stefan Diggs. Do you think that Sulla or Albridge in their genius brains would say, hey, we need to make sure we get him some help? No, they didn't. They decided to allow him to continue to man up with Stefan Diggs. Man up. No help at all from a safety, nothing. They let him man up with Stefan Diggs, and Stephon, and the Bills kept going back to Stefan Diggs every time that they could. Immediately, 50, it was a 50-plus yard catch. He was just ripping and running all day. For the rest of the game, it was no adjustments to stop this from happening. Stephon Diggs on the day had eight catches for 162 yards and a touchdown. I watched him tear Gundry up constantly, and there was no help sent over there. Why? Why was there no help? This guy's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Why do you have Gundry manned up on him alone? Quick question. We all talk about Bryce Hall constantly on this show. We talk about Bryce Hall all the time as Jets fans. That's our best corner, without a shadow of a doubt. Why wasn't Bryce Hall following Stefan Diggs all game. That's a bright idea, right? Have your best corner follow their best receiver. And when I ask these questions, I got people talking about, well, it's a, scheme. it's a schematic thing. It's the system. You don't move corners. Listen, this is the NFL. If you're not going to make adjustments to your system to fit who you're playing, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. If you come out and you're just doing the same thing, you're, you're playing the Bills the same way that you would play Indy, or you're playing Indy the same way that you're going to play the Dolphins, you're going to lose. Those are different teams. You must adjust your system. You must adjust coaching to the team that you're playing. If you're not going to do that, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's just insane watching this. Not only do we have to question the players, because we were watching our linebackers get cooked, we were watching our safeties get cooked, you, you start questioning the coaching. It's awful. And we're in a rebuild. I understand it's a young team, but the coaching must be better. Sulla's got to be better. This defensive, he's supposed to be a defensive guru. Every week we're getting blown out, and it's the same thing after the games. Oh, well, we'll watch the tape. We're trying our best to make sure that this doesn't happen again. You just told us that a couple of weeks ago. We got blown out against, uh, against that first blowout we had. Oh, that'll never happen again. We got smoked by the Patriots. Well, this will never happen again. Then you get smoked again by Indy. Blown out the building. Oh, we're, we're going to put it together. Now you get completely obliterated against the Bills, and it's the same old, same old. People are tired of hearing it. Then you go over to the offensive side, and oh, boy, there's questions over there as well. Mike White, he didn't look too good. 24-44, 251 yards throwing the ball. That dude had four interceptions. One of them caused by the offensive line, Greg Van Roden, trash. Don't understand why this guy's still around. Guy hasn't been benched. Connor McGovern, awful. My goodness, Connor McGovern is off. So bad. He is so bad. Same stuff over and over again. Getting beat constantly. 
offensive penalties left and right. We're in first and 20 all game. It's ridiculous. Michael Carter flash, he looks good, but we can barely get the ball in his hands. You got Corey Davis out there. Second, he makes a big play. It's a fumble. He's got to be more consistent. This is awful. And the lack of adjustments, yet again, offensively, falls on Michael LaFleur. The Bills are a great defense. We all know that. We knew that. We knew that going into the game. We've been playing them there in our division. We've been seeing how they've been building for a couple years now. All they did was say, look, we're going to keep everything in front of us. We're going to make sure that we smoke everything, everything on the underneath. We're going to have you beat us deep. If you're going to beat us, you've got to dial it up and take it deep. We're not going to let you dink and dunk here. And they shut down so many lanes. Mike LaFleur never made adjustments, never made adjustments in his offensive game plan to do anything else but dink and dunk. Nothing. They were begging, begging us to beat them deep, begging us. And all we did was try to dink and dunk our ways down the field. And they shut that down. They tackled well. They kept things in front of them. They rushed the passer. And they hit Mike White constantly. No adjustments. None. It's the same old, same old, man. The same old, same old. You also got Rex coming out as well, talking about he definitely made his uh, voice, his opinions about the New York Jets, told people not to, not to compare him to Robert Sulla. He was very fired up. We'll be talking about that tonight as well. And, again, with echoes on the IR, the New York Jets went inside. Uh, Rashard Wild Goose from the Bills practice squad. We'll see how that works out. This New York Jets team is – not looking good man and we understand that it's a young team we get it we get it there's some young players on this team we're trying to find our way but the the lack of effort awful uh, lack of adjustments it's terrible it's completely terrible we are getting blown out in game after game after game it's ridiculous so We'll get to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Taking all callers. If you're watching me, no matter where you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also share the stream as well. If you'd like to support through the Super Chat, please do. Also, if you want to support through the Cash App, it's there. Some people ask me about my Cash App. Please give to the Cash App if you can. Anything that you give to the, to the platform is greatly appreciated. The Jets are, I'm telling you, I have lost my mind. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. The Jets are, are literally going to send me to an insane asylum. This team, being a fan of this team, is unbelievably frustrating. It's unbelievable. I just, I'm losing it. I do not understand why we cannot adjust to teams, why we can't put together solid games, a couple solid games in a row, why we're so up and down, why we don't give effort, why it's the same excuse constantly. When is our coaching going to step up? I'm just asking, when? 
We're getting to these lines, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Taking all callers, man. I am taking all callers, let me tell you. First caller we're going to, 915-915, I'm coming directly to you. You look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on this loss by the New York Jets to the Bills 45-17. to What are your thoughts about the defense? Nine one five. Nine one five. How are you doing, sir? I'm all right. How are you? Can you come a little closer to your phone, my friend? I'm doing well. Now, um, I admit I'm uh, I'm the enemy to you guys. I'm a fan of uh, Buffalo, uh, but I would call it troll. Um, I actually love your show and I love your presentation. So definitely keep up uh, the good work, sir. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, thank just, you so much. Can you? Uh, I need you to come thing, a little bit closer uh, to your phone, though, my friend. Can you come a little bit closer oh, to your phone? Yeah. We, I want to, I want to be able to hear you. Hello, nine one five. Okay. All right, I'm gonna put you on. Yeah, go, go ahead. I can hear you. Go ahead. Give me your thoughts about uh. You, you said you were a Bills fan. Give me your thoughts about this game, man. When you look at the from the outside looking in. What were your thoughts about the, you know, the pressure you folks were able to put on the Jets' offense and how you guys were able to kind of shut it down? I think we lost them. All right, we'll keep going in. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. When you call in, can you please call in and let me be able to hear you? Don't call in from a Pringles can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on. I need to be able to hear you. It's bad enough we didn't lost to the Jet, to the Bills, 45-17. It's bad enough we got a loss, all right? I need to be able to hear you. Don't call me from the back of a Sega, all right? Call me and let me be able to hear you. Go on to my next caller. 973, we're coming directly to you. People calling me from the back of a Sega now. Jeez Louise. I would never come from the back of a Sega, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but Absolute never. Never. Oh, yeah. yeah. Listen, listen. We we got we got yes. people calling in, you know, from the back of an old PlayStation right. that they found in the oh. dumpster. Now, you know, I, we didn't lost to the Bills forty five seventeen. I am tired. As expected. Okay. As expected. I did. No? I know. Go ahead. But Joe, I tell you, I didn't expect much of that from this from you know the Jets in this game at all because the Bills always kill us anyway. So this didn't yeah. surprise me at all. The defense was a joke. And you know the 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 Bills offense is you know like right at the top of the at the top of the league, so basically I didn't give much of a chance anyway. So it was kind of, it's kind of what I expected. But every week this team gets worse and worse. I mean, just when you thought yeah. that you know Zach Wilson was going to be the savior of this team, and what has he done? Nothing. And our backup Mike White had a great first game, crashed and burned uh, the game after that. So he's going to be gone. It doesn't matter who we get; it just seems to go from bad to worse. I can't figure it out either. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to yeah. be good in mind that, you know, no matter what we do, we always come up, you know, on the short end of the stick. Yeah. It, it, it's mind-boggling to me. I just – look, I get it. We're not Sickening. an unbelievably talented team, but we are definitely not as bad as the results of these games. This team is no. much better, especially offensively, than we were last year. Much better. Right? Much, much better. If you look at the offense, we, ha- we came in – we have a wide receiver core that can get things done. To me, 
a lot of this falls on the game planning or the lack of adjustment. What are your thoughts about Mike LaFleur not dialing things up to push the ball downfield a bit more, man? That's what he's going to do. You know, you have, you, have to, you have to come up with like that if you're going to be able to win games. Look, I agree mm-hmm. that, you know, a lot of people say that you are what your record shows you. Not always. I mean, you know, in some cases I think we are getting better, but in some cases, you know, we're just as bad as we were last year. And last year was, was you know, on record one of the most pathetic record um, years they've had, probably since like the uh, 92 season. Ugh, I don't want to go there, yeah. though, but still, you know. Yeah. You know, one of the, yeah, you know, it, it, you know, we're, we're not being teams that we, you know, we're losing teams that we're capable of beating. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could have won against Denver as well. Did we? No. I mean, you know, we lost, yeah. we lost some key, we lost some key games, you know, in, in key moments of the game. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I, I mean, you know, some of the losses has just been absolutely crazy. You know, when you look at what's going on here now, my next question for you is, you know, you look going forward, what were your thoughts about the four interception game by Mike White, man? Were you surprised yeah, that he see. took, you know, that that those things were going on during the game where he couldn't really get hit guys perfectly? Well, four interceptions is a little surprising. I mean, you know, even for the Jets. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you if you're throwing interceptions, you're not as good as you think you are. You are that bad. I mean, anything of a bad game, but to throw four interceptions in one game by the same by the same quarterback, uh, yeah, something something is definitely wrong here. So. I don't think we're going to see him make another start this year. And, uh, you know, he's not, he's not deserving of it. Believe me, yeah. anyone with a performance like that is definitely not worth it. You're lucky really this wasn't a preseason game. You wouldn't make the, you wouldn't make the roster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just my last question before I let you go, you, you talked about, you know, not, not starting Mike White again. I mean, we don't know if Wilson is going to be healthy at this point. Sulla came out today and said, hey, yeah. he doesn't – you know, that Wilson is still dealing with the knee stuff, but he has to make sure that he's mentally, you know, and physically healthy enough to go. Let's say Wilson doesn't go. Are you comfortable going forward and playing Mike White in this game, or would you like to see them turn to Joe Flacco? I think I'd like to see him turn to Betty White. But, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, that's, that's bad. Well, let's see. A game of pick your poison. Uh, well, even though he's old and has lost a step or two, I'll take my chances yeah. to go with Wacko Flacco. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, before I let you go, poison, man, you, you, you know, any, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, before I let you go, go ahead and give me your final score. Who do you think wins between the Dolphins and the Jets, man? How do you think it ends up? Okay. This one should be a closer game because the Dolphins are just as bad as we are. Uh, mm. I'm expecting a low-scoring game. Um, 14 14- 14-7 Jets. 14-7 Jets, all right. I think the low I'll give that to you, you know. We're in a situation. No, Listen, my friend, I got to get go, back to you. Go, go ahead. Give, oh, give, uh, promote your show, please. Because I want I want to plug in my show if I could, and hopefully you can call in. Call the Enhanced Sports Show, Saturdays, 5 to 7 p.m. East Coast time. Number to call is 512-543-4662. Number again, 512-543-4662, and it's a live show. And it's a special Thanksgiving show, so I want as many people as, uh, to call in as possible. All right. All right. Listen, my friend, thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right? Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 
515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Please be patient. The lines are hot. Please give the stream a thumbs up wherever you're watching me from. Also, you know, share the stream as well with your friends and family. It's always greatly appreciated. Subscribe if you're watching me live on YouTube and hit that notification bell so that when I post content, you folks can be in the know. And salutes to all the non-Jets fans that watch me as well. I appreciate y'all. When you call in, make sure I can be able to hear you because I want to hear your takes and I want to go back and forth with you. I love discussing football with people. All right? Don't call me from a Sega. Next, I am going to 718. 718, I'm coming directly to you. Looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from. Give me your thoughts about this beating the Jets took by the Bills, 45-17. to 17. What were your thoughts about the defense? Defense was horrible. Didn't mm. make any adjustments. Yeah. My name's Michael, by the way. Okay. I've been seeing you on YouTube, so it's pretty cool. I'm enjoying your show very much. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But you got to realize that this, this team is young. And they have a lot of an experience all over. I love what the cornerbacks, what he's doing with the cornerbacks with uh, Michael Carter and Hall and whatnot. And Eccles was doing great until he blew out his uh, quad. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we have no safeties. You know, what would you expect? You know, you, you mm-hmm. have lackluster with your linebackers. And you have a good defensive line. You would have been better if Lawson was uh, still uh, was okay. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but you don't have that. And the thing with the offense, again, it's five offensive linemen, not just one, and one doesn't make it. And right now you're dealing with only one with Vera Tucker. Becton's still out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait for him to come back and see how both of them on the same side open up holes for Michael Carter. That would be really nice to see. Um, yeah. But you got to give Zach Wilson time. I mean, you're playing with mostly old rookies, you know, and yeah. it's going to be at least well, another well, two years before they really get a hold on things. Yeah, and listen, Michael, I want to thank you for calling in. I, you know, I can't wait to talk about this with you. Now, look, I understand that there's some – we're a young team, but when you look at some of the pieces that we have, it should be functioning a lot better than it does, right? You go Absolutely. over to the defensive side of the ball, yes, we're without Marcus May, right? He's He's down and done, but – uh, there were games where we had him and we got blown out, right? We're, we're talking yeah. about we're talking about um, we're talking about a defense that's getting just got forty five put up on them. We talk about the front line. It's not okay. Yes, we're without Carl Lawson. We went into the season without him. But what happened to John Franklin Myers? Where's Quincy Williams? Yeah. Where's Quentin Williams? Right? Quentin Williams isn't a, a rookie. This guy should be. Where's where's the where, where's the impact? Like we we need more out of him. C.J. Mosley, that's our inside linebacker. Where's the play? Why are we still getting beat with running backs coming out of the backfield? Why are we still susceptible to these same things constantly, week in and week out? That's Why is this happening? Why aren't we? Yeah, that's yeah exactly. And that's what I'm, that's what my next question for you, Michael. Because look, we understand we got a young team. I get that. But where is the coaching? Where are the adjustments when things are breaking down out there? Why are we doing things like leaving Gundry on an island with Stefan Diggs? When no disrespect to well, him, he, was the only he has no business life. being one-on-one with, with Diggs. He has no business no, doing that. No, exactly. And, Give me you your know, thoughts on put that. In action. Take out an extra linebacker, put in another corner with him. Or, uh, you have no safety, so you can't rely on Ashton Davis. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So you, you need to double up or do something, uh, you know, back there. But the thing is, is that uh, this coordinator is either people are not doing what they're supposed to, which mm-hmm. it seems that some guys are totally out of position, or the coordinator, yeah. like you said, not making adjustments. Or, you know, listen, 
I used to have a friend who used to call the Jets the Keystone Cops. You know, they see these guys every day at practice, and they know what they have <laughs> and what they don't have. Yeah. So, and, you know, that was in the Neil O'Donnell days. And he's, you know, Neil O'Donnell's like, hey, he's, he's healthy. And then he said, no, I'm not healthy. He's, look at these guys bump into each other. He's like, okay, I'm not, I'm still hurt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, these, they, these coaches see these guys every day, and they know what they can and can't do. And mm-hmm. maybe they can't do it. That's it. Maybe they just can't do it. Yeah. So that leads me to my next question. When you look at, you know, Joe Douglas has been here, right? There's a lot of Jets fans mm-hmm. that I've had discussions going back and forth. Joe Douglas has been here for a little bit of time, and I was getting hit with, you know, I'm starting to question Joe Douglas and his team-building skills. I'm not I'm saying not. that I am. I'm not saying that I, I am, not. but I want, I want to get your thoughts on that. Do you think, do I you love question Joe Douglas and his team-building skills? No. Okay. I think you, you look at what he's done. I mean, his first, his first uh, draft, his first real draft, was uh, mm-hmm. back then, right? Mims. Uh, the thing with Mims, I, I saw his problem the other uh, two games ago. When he goes mm-hmm. up to, for contested balls, he's he's catching with his hands. All the other stuff is to his chest. It's going to bounce off his shoulder pads, and you know he's not holding on to balls. That's why mm-hmm. he's got to catch with his hands again. Um, you know, uh, you look at who he picked. I mean, his experiment or for the right guard. Uh, Van Roten is supposed to be the third, the third, the third, uh, uh, third piece. He was supposed to have mm. the guy clock there, right? Spinal injury. Lewis yes. was supposed to be there to start, retired. So now you're de- left with the, you know, the, the depth three, you know. And then mm. you know this guy's been getting everybody hurt. If you look at uh, Beckton's injury, Van Roten was thrown behind, uh, thrown into him from the opposite side of the line. This guy absolutely That's sucks. Bad. You know, yeah. he is really. Yeah. He's the worst. Yeah, he's off. You know, he's and it's frustrating to watch, you know. And, yeah. you know, you got the guy from Kansas City. When is he going to step in? God willing, hopefully this week, you know. Mm. But, you know, Con- uh, uh, McGovern is not calling. You know, I miss M- uh, Nick Mangle. You know, he called a great game, yeah. you know, was blocking and everything. But, you know, yeah. and the thing is, we went from Maui to Mangle. Mm, we got to maybe pick up the kid in the draft from Iowa. You know, Linderbaum. He looks. I've been watching him every week. He's he looks like he's the real deal. You know. Yeah. So, but you need yeah. a lot. And of I mean, pieces. You, you need some. Yeah. You need two safeties. You need linebackers. You need offensive linemen, one or two at least. Start building up some nice depth there. You, you got some yeah. other pieces that you got to fulfill. You know, and Michael Carter. Everyone says, yeah, he's doing great, but you can't lay the whole load on him. You know, he reminds yeah. me of Bruce Harper. You know. I go back with the Jets, yeah. back to clock games. I mean, I've been a Jets fan my whole life. So, you know, I've been watching them from, you know, the beginning. But, yeah, you, you can't lay it all on the kid. you got to get some help at running back as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you know, see what I, I mean, yeah, I, I look at our running back situation, and I, I think Michael Carter is a solid guy. But we've just got yeah. to step things up. You know, like I said, the coaching, the adjustments, all that stuff. When you're playing good teams – you can't dig yourself into a hole with penalties, and you also can't dig yourself into a hole with a lack of adjustments and bad coaching. You can't do that, especially Absolutely. when you're not as talented as that other team. We've watched teams. Yeah. Hell, yeah. We, we, you know, we, we, beat the, we beat the Bengals. And people will tell you, yeah. look at that Bengals game, and you will see that. Why do we beat them? We beat them because we out-schemed them in a lot of things. We beat them yeah. because and you, we, and you our coaching smart. staff, our offensive coaching staff, understood they were going to be wildly aggressive, so he set things up. That's got to be more consistent. 
You've got to be more consistent with your, with your game planning and your adjustments in game. You mm-hmm. can't just have mm-hmm. one game and not have them for, you know, the next three or four games, and then before you know it, you're out of it. You cannot do that. Yeah. So my next question for well, you, man, because we're, we're talking about a lot of stuff, man. We're, we're discussing it all. Again, I want to thank you for calling in. You're bringing the no heat. Problem. You look forward to this Dolphins game that's coming up. How concerned are you that the New York Jets coaching staff will get out coached yet again against Flores? Because this is a guy that doesn't play any games uh, as Flores well, is a and he had that Dolphins right? game ready to go. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, he's a Belichick disciple. And the thing is, all of, this, all, all of those guys, especially when I remember seeing the Patriot game, especially the first one, I, I saw Belichick just wanting to lay the, lay the wood to Salah, and he did it in the second game. This guy is a Belichick mm-hmm. disciple, so he's going to take little things and amplify them. So what you have to do is make sure you're not making those mistakes. And LaFleur has got to come out and – do some, as uh, Lucas used to say, trickeration. You got to get them all on their heels. You got to make them play on on their, you know, on their heels, not on their toes. So they, they got to yeah. change things up. And you know what? If Zach Wilson's ready to go, I would, I would play him. And the thing is, yeah. hopefully, he learned to know that you know it's about managing the game, and then explode or or do things off kilter. Because if he can do both, he's going to be very dynamic, and he's going to be that pick that you're going to be like, oh wow, Joe Douglas got it right. But he's got to be able to be able to do those little things first, you know. He's yeah. got to do those short passes. Yeah. He's got to manage the game. He's got to, you know, do all the the, the off kilter stuff. You know, he's got it, and he's got the long ball, which Mike White doesn't have. So you know, mm-hmm. those two things he has. He's got to do the short stuff. You know that that outlet pass, not dirt. He's got to hit the guy. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I, I agree with cool. you. But even keeping there, if, let's say, Wilson is not healthy, are you comfortable you starting Mike White again? No. Oh, you go, okay. You go with Flacco. Okay. Go with Flacco. Okay. So you, for, Mike for White you, got the, the Mike White experiment is over. Okay. Yeah, not done. Okay. He, was, he, was, he was done in spring training, you know. <laughs> yeah, you gave him a shot. You know, he, he, he flashed, and he was like, okay, manage the game. And then that you saw what. You know, once they, they had tape on them, you saw what they could do. And again, guys, mm-hmm. too, they're going against the Bills. They have, what, the number one or two top five defense? What did you expect was yeah. going to happen? Come on, you oh, yeah. we can beat them? No way. No way. You know when we can beat them in week 17 when they're resting everybody and we're playing their third string? Mm-hmm. Then we got a shot. We don't have a shot against no, them. No, we don't have the We don't have the guys. That's just the way yeah. it is. And I, and I hear you, Michael. I hear you, but I, I just would like to see it be closer than 45 to 17. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You just want a competitive <laughs> I, I, I get yeah, no. Exactly. I, I'm not asking for the Jets to go out there and win a Super Bowl or go to the playoffs. I'm not one of those yeah. guys, you know, and everybody knows that. I've 28, gotten 17, that, okay? 31, 17, yeah, that's cool. Exactly. Yeah, 45 20, is like rubbing 20 to 27, yeah, something like that. Keep it within a score or two scores. But you just yeah. getting completely destroyed? Oh, no, and this exactly. is not, again, this is just the Bills. What about Indy? We got completely destroyed against. I think it was oh, like forty-five was, to ten was, in the third quarter. Like this is not like everybody's just like, oh, it was the Bills? Yeah, but what about what about any? What about when we got beat by the Falcons, who were completely decimated that, I was injuries upset offensively? That. I, I, I mean, was, but, I it, it, but uh, again, because I felt we the same won that thing. Game. Yeah, but yeah. the same thing you saw in that game is the same thing you saw in this game. The same thing. Coaching, coaching so then issues, then, so then what is co- lack of adjustments, all that stuff. Yeah, all of that stuff. So it's mind-boggling. Listen, yeah. Michael, 
Before I let you have go, a good man, one, my give friend. me. Give, hold on. Give me your score. Give me your final score prediction, my friend, because you brought the heat. Give me your final score prediction, and, and let me know what you think about this Dolphins Jets. game. Who do you think wins? 26-13 Jets. 26-13 Jets. Yeah. Right. I think it's going to be close. Go ahead, my friend. I say that they're going to they're going to keep it close, and they're going to get uh, probably two scores late. The Jets to to mm. look, make it look bigger than what it is. But I see them okay. like sixteen, thirteen. They'll maybe get a touchdown and an extra field goal. You know, see how it works out. Yeah. But, All right. But Listen, we'll Michael, I got to get back so to these lines, man. Cool. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear you from too. you. All right. You got All it. All right. Take care, Joe. Yeah. All right. Listen, Michael, calling in, man. Salutes to everybody calling in. You know, I love going back and forth with folks, man. We're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. Take it all, callers, man. It is tough being a Jets fan. I ain't lying to you. It really is. And you got Rex Ryan. And listen, I love Rex. Everyone knows that. When he was here, that was my guy. And he is in the media letting off. <laughs> He's in the media letting off, man. He is in the media letting off. Don't compare him to me. The Niners defense really was only, you know, bottom of the of the division for quite a while. They were really only good one year. Statistically, I'm better than him. Boy, oh, boy. The heat just keeps on getting hotter. And, again, I understand it's the Bills. I get it. I get it, man. But we're getting beat by teams like this that are not the Bills. Getting beat by the Falcons like this. Getting shredded by the Patriots. What was it, 54 to 13? I think we got beat by them. And they beat us bad the first time, too. Indy, I mean, it's just over and over again, and you just get tired of it. So I'm getting back to the lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. Wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also subscribe if you can as well if you're watching me on YouTube. Please hit that notification bell as well. If you want to donate to the platform, please give to the Super Chat. If you don't want to hit the Super Chat, my Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. Anything you give to the to the program, to the platform, is greatly appreciated. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Next, I'm going to my guy, Colin. Colin, I'm coming directly to you, man. Colin is a Jets fan through and through, just hey. like me. Colin, What's salute, up, Joe? Good night, buddy. Give me, dude, give me your thoughts about this Jets loss. What were your thoughts about the way that this defense played against the Bills? There's only one word to do. Describe these guys. <clears throat> Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That's, it's 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 even hard to like finish watching the games these days. It's you know you just yeah. unfortunately on the East Coast we had nothing else to watch, so we had you know we we had no choice to watch the Jets. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean look looking at this team. You know, we, we we have to stop putting this team on a pedestal. I think we've been doing it long enough. Um, mm-hmm. They haven't really shown much at all. Um, you know, getting yeah. getting beat up that bad. It, it's you know, Robert Sala. Um, I I'm starting to question him. You know, he mm-hmm. for for a head for a head coach, in my opinion. You know, I don't need a, a Todd Bowles 2.0, a guy that just stands mm-hmm. there and 
you know, you, there's no, there's like no emotions. The only time you see emotions in Robert Sala is when the team is doing something good. When, when, when the team is not doing good, you don't see him doing anything. He just stands there with his hands folded and zero emotions. Um, yeah. You know, you, he, yeah. He, he, I, he's I mean, got to, yeah, he's got to come down on guys hard. I mean, if, if, if it has to be seen on, you know, television and every, you know, everyone sees it, you, you got to do it. You, you got to, um, you can't, you can't be too, you can't be um, too nice with these, with these players anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know what kills what kills me, Colin, yeah. is the lack of adjustments. That's what blows my mind. I look at it and I'm like, dude, why are you leaving Gundry out there on an island with Stephon Diggs? You're asking. Yeah, and he said that you are asking yeah. Diggs to just have a field day, and he did. 162 yeah. yards, a touchdown, eight catches. Why wasn't there a safety put over there? Why didn't you put Bryce Hall over there? Why wasn't Bryce Hall following this guy around? Where are the defensive that, adjustments? That's what I was. <laughs> yep, that's what I was wondering. I was like, "What are we doing?" And then he comes in, Man. you know, on the um, post game, and he said that that's not the way, you know. He he, I guess he he runs, you know, runs. He's running the team. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't get that. Uh, if if you don't know how to adjust, and you're just gonna have your your star a star player on a different team. <clears throat> Not covered by your number one corner. What what is that saying about him as a coach? Um, he has a lot to learn. Yeah. He has a lot to learn. Um, yeah. The, the 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 issue with him learning in in New York with this media and exposure is that he doesn't have much time to prove himself as a head coach before yep. they run him out of town, or he gets promoted yes. to a defensive coordinator. Um, to a different team somewhere. Um, he's he's not gonna last long if the next if eight games look like the game last week. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I always yeah. say you're, you're you talking wanna, you, this, you yeah you want you want you want a successful team regardless of what what sport it is or anything. You 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 have to have a mixture of one or two superstars some veteran players mixed with the rookies and all of your coaches can be rookies, right? There's zero experience with coaching. Um, That's the recipe for disaster right there. You're not going to win games like that. You know, you're not going to win games. Zach Wilson comes in next week. You think, you think all of a sudden he's going to put up 45 points against Miami? No. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, that, it just it just blows my mind that the lack like you talked about, Colin, the lack of adjustments and saying, hey, that's not the way my scheme is ran. Dude, if you do not make adjustments in this league, if you're not willing to adjust your scheme to ensure that you don't leave Stefan Diggs alone with, you know, a, a corner that, that is not mm. our number one nor nor our number two, you're going to get cooked. He, I've watched Stefan Diggs destroy way better corners than Gunny. And, again, we're not disrespecting. Yeah. We're just keeping it real. We've seen him wash top corners in this league. There's a reason why he's considered a big weapon. There's a reason why the Bills went and got him to, to push that offense over the top. There's a reason why, because he can beat top corners in this league. You don't leave him out there on an island with there. And I just, that's just ridiculous. But what even made me more upset 
was the lack of adjustments offensively yet again, right? We're watching Mike yeah. LaFleur yeah. not dial things up. What were your thoughts about that, them not trying to push the ball down the field a little bit more to keep the Bills honest? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, from, from the time the game started, it was just horrible. <laughs> I, mm. I, I barely could have stopped watching the game. Um, but, you know, you know, the only thing I say on the flip side to all this, I didn't get to call in last week, but I said to myself, I was like, you know, I hope Mike White doesn't have a good game. Because the last thing I wanted was a controversy with Jets fans saying, you know, start Mike White for the rest of the year. Um, I think I had told you in the show before, you know, we we invested a lot in Zach Wilson, and if he's, if he's 100%, he starts. If he goes out mm. there and he gets hurt again, so be it. But, you know, what do, what are you resting him for? What is he going to learn from Mike White by standing on the sidelines? All right? Yeah. He, he, he's not learning much. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Mike White experiment is over. And, you know, let Zach Wilson play, play the remainder of the year as long as he stays healthy. You know? Yeah. Mac Jones is so doing going, well. Going forward. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you're right. Look, Mac look Jones is doing guys, well, but right? if you look at yeah, but if you look well. at a lot of those, yeah, if you look at a lot of those other guys, and this is what I and I went back and forth with a lot of people saying, hey, Mac Jones is doing well. Yeah, but Mac Jones is also mm-hmm. Mac Jones has been surrounded with talent, right? But he's also being coached. Mm-hmm. He's being coached extremely well. People can, especially uh, I think a lot of Jets fans, because I go back and forth with everybody, and I respect everybody. But when you look at the recipe, right, to put together a good quarterback to put them in the best situations, to push them forward. What are the things that we never give our, our quarterbacks fully, right? Up until this point, we'll figure out what Stella and LaFleur completely are, you know, going forward. But up until this point, what was the issue with, like, Sam Darnold? Lack of weapons, lack of coaching. You have to have that to groom a good quarterback. People talk about Aaron Rodgers like he was just some anomaly. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback in this league, but he also had weapons and he had coaching. It wasn't like he just fell out of the sky and became that good. No, there was coaching but, to help him. There was coaching to help him. But they helped him with the mistake. They helped him fix things. Go ahead. Go ahead. But that's the mistake that Joe Douglas made, right? Mm-hmm. If if yeah. you know, you're if you're looking to win games, you're gonna go out and get a, a head coach with zero experience, right? Yep. You go out and he brings in an offensive coordinator with zero experience. You get a defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. Not much experience, right? You bring, you, yeah. you you want to build from the ground up, so you got a whole bunch of rookies, and you bring a couple of you know second string guys that potentially can do well. How are you going to win anything? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to win? And you know, mm-hmm. I hear you know That's I hear tough. guys you know fans saying, hey, you know, um, we're we're going to build right, and you know our rookies and you know these rookies and Three, four, five years, six years. Once these, once these rookies, once Michael Carter and Elijah Moore, right, after their third year, if these guys are really good in, on this three years, they're not staying with the team. You know, they're not I mean, going to stay. Yeah, with I, the I mean, team. you know, Kyle, I hear you. I, so, I think how are you going to retain players? Yeah, hmm. I, I mean, we'll see what happens going forward because a lot of these guys, you know, got to get better. We'll see if a lot of these guys, you know, are healthy. Again, we're going to get some guys back, and we'll see what the future holds. But it's it's just tough right now, man. But 
looking forward to this Dolphins game, you look at the situation, how concerned are you with the, some of the Dolphins' weapons offensively as well? Now, Eccles is going to be on the IR. He's gone. You look at our corner situation. Are you worried about Devontae yeah. Parker and Jalen Waddle just having a day against us? Yeah, I, I mean, listen, the Miami game is going to come down to coaching again, right? Who's going to outcoach who? And mm-hmm. are, the, are, the, are the, you know, are they going to be able to stop Tua, right? Because if, if you can stop yeah. him, maybe you have a chance to win in the game. But if you have yeah. no game plan around Tua with the weapons he has, and, you know, and that team, that team last year won like 11 games. So, yeah. you know, how are we even going to win that game? You know, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll be lucky if we win two two more games for the rest of the year. So, Man. we have what, eight games That's left. If we, win, if, we win, if we win two, you know, we're lucky at this point. Yeah, it's going to be rough. We have to play Buffalo Buffalo because you're bringing the heat, man. Yeah, you're bringing the heat, my friend. Give me your final score prediction for this upcoming game against the Dolphins, man. Uh, I mean, at at this point, I I don't think I have the Jets winning (laughs) another game for the rest of the um, season. So I'll, I'll go with Probably twenty eight thirteen Miami. Twenty eight thirteen. Oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> no, you know, it yeah, is what sorry, it is. Listen, Colin. It, yeah, it is exactly. I, yeah. yeah. I wanna thank you for calling in, man. It's tough, but I you know, I get it, man. You have yourself a good night, all right, my friend. Oh right, Joe, you too. Take care. Oh man. Yeah, oh man, man. What I tell you. It's tough, but I, I, I get it. I get why, you know, there are some Jets fans that are like, hey, I don't think we can trust it. I'm going to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you're on the lines, please be patient. The lines are hot. We'll get to everybody. Believe me. When you call in, please make sure your phone connection is good. You know what I'm saying? Don't call me from the back of a Pringles can, all right? I need to be able to hear you. I want to hear your takes. I want to go back and forth. All right. Put that Sega away. Go to a phone company. Get me a solid phone so I can hear you. Don't call me from the back of your Nintendo Wii. I want to be able to hear you. All right. Please. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. People have been calling in on from cans with strings in them. I don't know what's going on here. 515-602-9639, call in. Wherever you watch me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also share the stream as well. Greatly appreciate it. We're going to get back to these lines. Next, I'm going to my guy, CT, man. CT, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in, CT. We've been having some crazy call-ins, man. I want to thank you for calling in. You always know your stuff. You're a big Jets fan, what's man. Give, give me your thoughts. What's going on, man? Give me your thoughts on this loss to the Bills, 45-17. What were your thoughts about the lack of defensive adjustments, man? Uh, what we saw on Sunday was a Super Bowl-caliber team in their fourth mm-hmm. year putting the thing together, you know, the organization, against a rookie squad in their first year, you know, Um the defense has struggled over the past couple of games, and I'm really concerned about it. But 
at yep. the end of the day, I come on this, I, I come and call you each week, and I tell you the same thing. Um, more on the positive end because I, I I'm waiting for the Jets to win a Super Bowl, so I look at things from a glass half full type of way. Yeah. Um, and this, to me, this loss is just like, hey, you know what? I didn't expect us to win a Super Bowl this year, anyways. So all this does is help my draft pick next year, so we can help build this squad. So that's my perspective <laughs> on the whole thing. <laughs> you know, and luckily, <laughs> luckily Seattle lost too. So we got two picks to the seven picks to the draft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, Man, yeah, there's listen. a concern. Well, go ahead. CT calls in all the time with the glass half full. This is the most positive gesture I have ever heard. That, that's a, I guess that's a good way of thinking. All right, look, every loss puts me closer to the first pick in the first round. You know, exactly. you can't we lose with that type of attitude. Go ahead, CC. Hey, we weren't winning the Super Bowl. I mean, definitely from week maybe two. I was like, oh, yeah, this is not the Bowl team. You know, and I was like, all right, yeah. cool. You know, but I do believe in Robert Sala. Michael Ford has shown me a lot okay. over the past couple of weeks that I do have mm-hmm. faith in him. Um, and, mm-hmm. yeah, the defense is struggle. But that is, you know, Brett Albrecht's job to get this all back on track. And Robert Sala, of course. Um, I don't um, I don't miss um, – I don't disregard the lack of depth on our defense right now uh, with, you know, with the injuries that's happened in you know, Marcus May and, you know, even uh, losing, um, losing uh, Bryce Huff, I think it was a big deal on the edge. So there's a lot of things that's happened and I'm not making excuses. I mean, this is a Bills, mm-hmm. Bills offense and their defense are mm-hmm. just stacked. I mean, they just are stacked over four years of building this roster. They're just stacked, you mm-hmm. know, and we're just, was a bunch of young players that didn't really recognize what they were scheming them into. And also Mike White didn't what? recognize what the defense was scheming them into, and he's throwing a lot of picks. Yeah. So I don't but, get on our coaches as much as some other people are in the media because I understand the circumstances that you're given, and it was going to be uphill climb to do this. And the Bills are just a well-oiled machine. I just got to give them credit because – they got it down pat. Mm-hmm. They just are a well-oiled machine. Now, granted, but wait, I wait, want to see wait, a better performance. Listen, and, and I hear you. Listen, hold on a second, CT. And listen, I hear you, right? And I get we're positive and I get this. But, again, everyone's saying, hey, it was a lot of young players out there. C.J. Mosley is not a young player. Quincy Williams, this guy's been in the league. Quentin Williams has been in the league. Sheldon Rankin's been in the league. Shaq Lawson, John Franklin Myers, we just signed him. These are not like rookie players out there getting beat. Huh? Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about, I'm okay, talking well, about the even, okay, even the secondary, though. You look at guy, Ashton Davis was out there, Sherrod Nesman, Bryce Hall. This is, what, his second year? These guys, I mean, Bryce Hall is not even following around Stephon Diggs. When you look at some of the guys, that, some of the things that's going on out there, you say you just trust Sella. I understand. I'm not dumping on Robert Sella. I don't think he's a horrible coach. But when you watch him leave Gundry out on an island with Stephon Diggs, how do you see that and not, make, and not question that? I don't think no, anybody, no, I, I was, at least, at least myself, no, hold on a second, Stacey, at least myself, I did not think we were going to just destroy the Bills, all right? I don't think we're going to win a Super Bowl either, but I don't want to see us go out there and consistently get blown out the way we've been blown out, because yes, this Correct. was a game against the Bills, but what about that loss against the Falcons? What about that loss the first time when we played the the the, the uh, New England, we got beat badly? What about the 54, was it 54 to 13? They just beat us? What about that? 
What about hey, listen, when you listen, got smoked by India was 42 to 10 in the third quarter, quarter CT? Uh, when are we going to start to question Sulla and his lack of adjustments? Well, not in his first season. We're not questioning Abba Salah's lack of adjustments in his first season. I'm sorry, but I'm not. Jets fans need to recognize how, how – listen to me. Jets fans and the media, I think that they think football is you put out 11 guys on defense and offense, and as long as you got good coaching, it's all going to be all good. Dude, this thing has to work as a well-oiled machine. The reason why we lost those games was that through picks. He, and that's one player. That's one player that ruined the game in, in, in Atlanta. He did. I mean, in London, I guess. You know, he ruined he, – I think that was a winnable game. And Zach threw picks. But then you might have a good performance with Zach, but then our defense lacks. You need it all to work at once. And that we just haven't that, – No, no, that, that, that game, That game in London with Atlanta was not just Zach, you know, knocked on the ball. Well, our defense was letting up. Do you not remember Cordell Patterson going off? And we didn't have an answer for him. Do you not remember Kyle Pitts having a day against us as well? We didn't have an answer for him. Do you not remember that we couldn't get to Matt Matt Ryan, to Matty Ice, and him just having 40 years to throw the ball? Look, again, CT, I'm not sitting here dumping on Robert Sulla. I'm not. But I'm saying that the questions about Robert Sulla and his lack of defensive adjustments are valid. Because when you're watching him leave Gundry, a guy that just came into the game, he just came into the game while Eccles is – you know, out with an injury, the Bills immediately identified that and went straight to Gundry. That the first Joe, play, you're not they went straight finish, at Gundry, Joe. right? And then guess what? They kept there. doing it when there was no adjustments. Go ahead. I was getting there, Joe. I I feel you 100. percent I was getting there. I'm not gonna I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say it's all good and that I can't give him any blame. But I was trying to get to a, a, a point first that when it comes to football, everything has to work together. You know. And if we're seeing certain things not work, it's on the coaching staff to fix it. Leaving Gidry on an island with freaking Stephon Diggs, probably the most dangerous guy in our entire division, is ridiculous. And then he does him twice. So, so I agree with you on that. I completely agree with you on that. However, I'm not flipping out and, and, and going to call for the coach's job like people are doing. People are, are going yeah, insane. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, like people are really – the New York media, I get it, like – we can't just keep kicking coaches out after uh, you know a little uh, after bad games. You know, Seahawks got fucking. Uh, sorry, excuse me. The Seahawks got blown uh, out. Watch the curtain. Watch the curtain. Uh, excuse me. The, the Seahawks they didn't even score. The Seahawks, you know, and this happens with good teams in NFL sometimes, where things happen where they just don't click on that day. And when you get um, behind the um, the behind the ball within the first couple quarters, it's very hard to dig yourself out in this league. If, if, if the other team gets going in the rhythm. So against the Bills, yeah, I'm sorry, and I, and I know we, we want to win, we want to be competitive, but I expected certain losses like this this year, me personally, and I, and I, and I get Jets fans want to just see a competitive game. Me too. I yeah. get it 100%. But when it comes to the reality of it, we do not have the players on defense yet. We don't. And I think there's going to be some cuts. There's going to be some players that we get in free agency. There's going to be some drafts. Picks. I want to get Aiden Hutchinson on the other right hand side, on the opposite side of Carl Lawson, and see what they can do damage next year. Hopefully, we can get high enough to get him as a right end. Um, but I believe that we have a lot of things to look forward to. And if you're a fan, I get it. You want to see a competitive game and you want to be, you want to be entertained. But if you want to see this team go deep into the playoffs, you're going to have to wait a couple of years. I'm sorry, you know. And and yeah. that's what I'm looking for, you know. And um, yeah. 
But I hear you. Solomon needs to make some changes on how he coaches the defense. I'm not saying he's completely a, a, a completely abrupt of any judgment. No, I, I think granted he should. But people are like, oh, man, he should be on the hot seat. Look, dude, like it's been like half a season, bro. And he needs to get at least two, three seasons before we actually know what he's able to do as a coach long term. Coaches don't build, especially coming from a two and two and uh, two and uh, whatever team last year. You know, we don't have, yeah. you know, it's not like Rex Ryan who inherited a '97 team. You know, with a bunch of different stars. How many stars do we have? C.J. Mosley is a veteran, yeah, but he's pretty much our only star on defense. Even talk about all the other guys who are veterans; they're not as good as you guys think they are. They're just not. You can talk about Shaq Lawson being in the league. He's great for that pick, but he's not, like, elite. You know, we don't have any elite players. And when you're going to get to an elite offense, sorry, but mm-hmm. it's just sometimes it's not going to fit. And especially no, with young players. And I know Ashton Davis is in his second year. He's still young, figuring out how to, you know, recognize things that you're trying to do on, in the league to him to expose them. And they got exposed. Yeah. No, listen, listen, CT, I hear you. And I, and I'll agree with you on this. People calling for Sulla's job. I don't agree with that. And I've, I've made it very clear before in the past as well. I'm not, you know, on board with firing coaches in their first year, unless they're just horrifically, unless they're gays bad, right? Unless you're gays bad. I'm not even in the discussion of firing, firing you in your first year. So I am not saying that, but I am saying is that if you need, if you're going to be it, Putting on the road together, putting the steps together to being a good coach in this league is understanding adjustments, right, and making them immediately. The New England Patriots literally have won Super Bowls based on adjustments. They are the model team for adjustments. They immediately adjust uh, right off the bat from the first quarter to the, to the fourth quarter, to the, from the se- second the whistle blows to start the game to the second whistle, the whistle blows to end the game. They continuously adjust to what's going on out there on the field, and they continuously make themselves look different. So Sulla's got to do that in the future because, like you said as well, yes, the Bills, far more talented than us, but you make it easy for them when they see they can continue to go back to the same player doing the same thing because you're not making adjustments to, to a guy being out. And that's literally what the Bills did. I I felt like at one point in the game, they were almost surprised. Like, y'all just going to keep letting us go to Stephon Diggs? I mean, he he literally put a drive (laughs) together for them. That touchdown that he had, that was literally his drive. Like, they just kept going to him. Like, okay, y'all not going to stop it. I'm going to just keep going there, man. But it's it's, it's mind-boggling. But looking forward, CT, because you bring in the heat. I ain't going to lie. We always go back and forth, and you bring the heat. You look at this Dolphins game, Mike White, four interceptions in this game, if Wilson is not healthy, do you go back to Mike White again for this game? Do you feel comfortable starting him against the Dolphins? Or are you going to Flacco? Because there's some fans that have called and said, hey, I'm going to Flacco. I'm done with Mike White. Give me your thoughts on it. <laughs> no, nah, I'll give Mike White another game if, uh, if Wilson's not, not, uh, not healthy. I'll give him another game against. I think he, he's that game against um, the, the Bengals, I, I really think he showed me something. Uh, he just got mm-hmm. – you know, so and on Sunday, and I'm not going to make that. I think the Bills have done that to other quarterbacks too. I just, I'm not going to say that he's that guy. You know, just that. So he thinks he's yeah. somewhere in between those two games. He's not, he's not completely that performance or the or the Cincinnati Bengals performance. He's somewhere in between, mm-hmm. and he should. You know, if if Zach is not healthy yet, yeah, why not? Let him go out there and start. If he, something happens and he's not playing well, let Flacco go out there and show what he got. You know, at the end of the day. Um, I'm not so tied to the, the victories this year. 
I'm tired of, I'm tired of seeing players improve. And what I took from that game yep. is really we got two really, really good draft picks in Michael Carter and Elijah Moore who are going to be great for us moving forward for years to come. I'm telling you, those guys are supremely talented. And one thing I want to tell, like, Michael LaFleur, run this offense through Elijah Moore. Corey Davis is a number two. Elijah Moore is the number one guy. He's a guy who's going to get mm. the ball in space and create diversions. I think Corey Davis can be a lethal number two option. But Elijah Moore, mm. having to, he's a guy who you're going to have to scheme against as a defense. So if we can get that guy going early and then they're over here using him as diversions to then get Corey Davis open, this offense can be mm. something special. So I, I thought when you said Elijah, I was getting ready to say, oh, Elijah Vera Tucker. That's uh, I, I thought you were gonna say that, but okay, you know what I'm saying. I, Elijah Moore, uh, yeah, him you know, too, him you gotta, too. I know he's been great as well. I don't want to mean to diss him because, but offensive line sometimes yeah. you overlook them. My bad. But three, three extremely great players in the draft that on our offense yeah, that yeah. have been I think proved to me this year that they're gonna be here for long term. Zach Wilson, we're still mm-hmm. gonna see him. Hopefully, he gets healthy and we'll see him have some big games down the stretch. And if that happens, then I'm gonna talk. To, I'm gonna just really tell everybody who's talking about Joe Douglas, just shut up because we have mm. <laughs> tons of players. Like to get four starters in one draft on one side of the ball is incredible. I think if you, if you can do that. And I think he might've pulled that off. If Zach Wilson shows yeah. what he got. Yeah. And again, I'm not, you know, everyone says I'm a Joe Douglas defender. No, I'm just, I'm honest. If you're a bad general manager, I'll let you know. I was a guy that was all over Mike McCagnan. But, again, I don't think people really understand how big of a hole Mike McCagnan put this football team in, particularly exactly. talent-wise. When you blow, when you blow through drafts, and this is why I told people mid-round picks matter because I'm telling you, when you blow through drafts like he did for the years that he did, the depleted, this talent-depleted team, you saw it. You saw the issues there. But go ahead, CT. No, no, you're saying some facts about Mike McCagnan, like – if we had, like I always say, like if we kept guys like Jamal Adams around, if we kept guys like Kaleche Osemele, Le'Veon Bell, and we, we had chemistry with Adam Gase, and then, you know, we had mm-hmm. a, a team with some star players on it, then I would say, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, Joe Douglas would, you know, there would, I would say, you know, there would be something to say about it, but or, or about the coaching staff, you know, but we have completely ripped everything down last year everything down last year and once we did that i'm like oh it's going to be a while before we are competitive and you just got to be honest about where we are as as a fan base we are not going to be competitive until we get the pieces around especially on that defense right now i thought the line will be better and some days some days they are but for the past couple of weeks they haven't been and yes you're right these guys got to improve you know john flickenmeyer got his, his check we're trying we're trying to build now and try to pay people and try to see who we can keep around. John Fitzgerald got now show out and not be one of those guys who gets their check and, and, and you know lays back on their laurels. He wants to win a Super Bowl and then go out there and prove it every single week. You know, Quinton Williams obviously um, his his contract is coming up soon. Hope, but he has to earn it. You know, he has to put in that effort every week to show that he's that number one guy on that line to to that we can count on. You know, so there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that may or may not happen moving forward with Joe Douglas, and we'll see how it goes, but. We're very early in this process to being a competitive team, guys. Come on. You've got to – got to. and it hurts, hurts for me and Jesse Jesson to watch them lose too. But at the end of the day, I know this is a process. And what I look at with our coaching staff is they don't seem like they don't know what they're talking about. Adam Gay seemed like he didn't know what he was talking about a lot of times. On top of that, he rubbed a lot of the players wrong. These players like these yeah. coaches, and they seem like they have a plan. 
and, and granted, they may make mistakes. All, and all coaching staffs yeah. do make mistakes. No one's perfect. But, you know, we're going to get through this and just have some faith. We might lose some more games this year. But guess what? We weren't going to playoffs this year anyways. So let's get our no, high draft picks. Got... And Go I ahead. hear what you're saying, CT. I don't, uh, again, I, I want to be very clear. I don't. I think most Jets fans, at least the ones that are talking to me, I under, listen, losing, it is what it is. We all know coming into this season we were not going to go to the – well, most of us did, okay? I'm giving you that because there mm-hmm. were some crazy Jets fans. But most of us knew we were, not going to the, we were not going to the Super Bowl, we're not going to the playoffs, but we want to be competitive. Getting blown out constantly. And, yes, Sella, uh, Michael Floyd, they sound amazing when they talk about football, but you have to see that out on the field. And if you don't, that makes you start to question, especially, again, when we're in a rebuild because coaching in a rebuild is extremely important. So, listen, i got to get back to these lines, CT. Go ahead and give me your final score prediction for this upcoming game against the Dolphins. Hey, man, uh, the, the defense, I, I, man, they've been letting me down lately. So, I think mm-hmm. they're going to be putting up points, especially with those two special wide receivers they got. Two has been on a mm-hmm. – you know, he's been looking pretty good. So, I'm going to say that the score is going to be, what, 24 to 20, I'll, I'll give him that. And I, if, if, if it's Zach Wilson, then he gets the victory. If it's not, then it's 24 to 20 and you, Miami Dolphins. CT, CT, I know you don't think that I'm going to let you get up out of here with that. Give me a score. Jets win, Jets lose. I need 24 to 20, 24 Jets. 20, Jets, Jets win if Zach starts. 24 to 20, <laughs> Jets lose if Zach doesn't start. <laughs> I'm taking the I'm taking the Jets. Listen, we're not letting you get out of here with that. CT, CT ran from us. Yeah, he ran from us. Come on. I gave you CT a ran from us. Listen, salute CT. I want to thank you for calling in, man. I, next time I have a show, I'm gonna hear from you, bro. You know what I'm saying? You have a good one. You take care. Have a good night. Good night. CT try you, you see the game CT tried to play before he got up out of here? Did y'all see that? We was having a great, passionate conversation about this football team. He was giving us takes. He was going back and forth. And then right before that, he just going to lose control, slide straight off the street. Come on, CT. Right into the embankment. Come on, man. Keep your hands on the wheel. Keep your hand on the wheel. Jeez Louise, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. If you're on the lines, please be patient. We will get to everybody. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve. Venom G's, hold on. We'll get to you in a second, my friend. I can't wait to hear from you. But we're going to Steve, man. Steve is on these lines. Salute to you, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. You know your Jets. Give me your thoughts about this loss to the Bills, man, 45-17. What are your thoughts about the lack of adjustments offensively? Hey, Joe. First off, great to hear from you, man. You know, let me just say this right now. I understand this team is in a rebuild, and we were going up against a team this past Sunday that is a Super Bowl contending team in the Buffalo Bills. It's a divisional game. It's at at MetLife Stadium. Should be a competitive game. It ended up Mm -hmm. being a game where Buffalo just completely trolled us all over the field. Once when when the Bills made that first touchdown in the game, I knew that this game for them was going to be a walk in the park. Because if you remember, Joe, this was a Bills team that came in pretty angry. They came in pretty Mm -hmm. angry after that 9-6 loss they had 
the week prior in Jacksonville to the Jaguars. And that game is probably one of the biggest upsets of the season so far. Now, here's now going into this game, Joe, I completely agree with you with the whole thing with the refereeing. You know what it is, Joe? The NFL and the refereeing hates the Jets. They hate the Jets. They absolutely hate the Jets because there were even at times, not only in this Bills game that happened on Sunday, there were even at times where the referees um, let, let the other teams get away with it. Like, especially there were a couple of times when we played New England this year. Um, there was even, um, like, like, listen, what, like, listen, I agree with you. Whenever when the team plays against Tom Brady, they're always not going to let Brady get the penalty. They're always going to give those penalties to the other teams. It's just – but that's, that's just one thing. Now, Joe, Josh Allen had a field day against us. And, Joe, I remember a couple of years ago when you used to call Josh Allen a trash quarterback. Guess what, Joe? I sure He's did. not a trash quarterback anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's not. He's not yeah. a trash I mean, quarterback yeah. anymore. Yeah, I also called him a glorified running back. I called him that, too. I called him a glorified running back. I said he was trash. What else did I say about him? Uh, that he, he, had a, he had an arm but no accuracy and that he was garbage. I called him trash and garbage. Yeah, all of those things. Yeah, I mean, yeah well, I don't think he can be called. Candidate there, Steve, but you, you know why? Because the coaching has stepped up around him. They gave him an offensive coordinator that really worked with his skill set. They were able to work on his mechanics. If you go back and read or even watch some of the interviews, was the thing that he talks about changed him from what he was into an MVP candidate was that he worked on his mechanics. Mechanics matter. You get the ball out faster. You, you become more uh, efficient with your motion. Guess what? It changes a lot of things. It helped his accuracy as well, right? And then you yeah, look at no. the, the offensive cast that they put around him. They built around him. That offensive line they built up. They went and got digs. They did a lot of things. There was a lot of things done, you know, within the franchise to make sure – that Josh Allen succeeded. So salutes, and, you know, to yeah. him. I mean, it, so, you know, it is what it is. But he, you know, yeah, put up no, the points. Okay. 45, Steve. And now, now here's now going now. Let's continue on with this game. The, the penalties were, were one thing that was really bad in this game. I also have another yep. question. Why in the hell is Greg Van Roten still on this team? I don't understand I no why he is still on this team. He is probably the worst offensive lineman on this team. I, I even I even hated him from last year. I don't understand why he doesn't get benched. Like, why doesn't Salah make adjustments? The thing is, I, I'm upset with Robert Salah right now. Listen, I'm not saying Salah should be fired after this year. Salah has to do better with the coaching. Where was the energy yeah. from San Francisco that he had? Why isn't he not showing that on the sidelines? During games, is he doing it behind walls? Like, is he does he doesn't want to do it during games or not show emotion during the media? Oh, and by the way, Rex Ryan, do me a favor, take a hike, take a hike. I'm sorry, take a hike. You know what? I I hate the fact how Rex had to come in and basically verge. Listen, I loved Rex when he was our coach, but Rex, you 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 know you brought this team down too the last couple of years when you were with us. I'm sorry. You know, he, he has nothing to say about that. So, you know, and then the defense was horrific. You know, why, when, when Gidry came into the game, why didn't anybody come and help him out when he was on Stephon Diggs? Diggs was having a field day against us. Like, 
He, yeah. he was having a field day with us. I don't understand, Joe. Joe, there yeah. was at one point, a few hours after the game, I was watching TV, and I, and I still was thinking about the game. Joe, there were at times where I wasn't even just angry with the team. I was in tears. I almost wanted to start crying. Like, oh, I man. understand that this year we're, we're in a rebuild type of year, but you've got to be better than that in games especially when we're at home. It's unacceptable, Joe. It is unacceptable. Can't have these games like this. Like, I'm I'm sick of always getting blown out in every single game. I'm tired of it, Joe. I I am absolutely tired of it. I'm tired of it as well, Steve. And I I hear your passion, man. You know, it's, it's, it's tough being a fan of this team. But like you said as well, the lack of adjustments, they're just, they were glaring. The plays that we saw led up on defense, they were glaring. You know, running backs coming out the backfield. We're still getting beat by a lot of the same things. You know, leaving Gendry on our island with Stefan Diggs, a lot of that stuff, you know, needs to be cleaned up going forward. And we're continuously giving up yards. I'm talking a ton of yards. We give up 489 total yards offensively to the Bills. That's just awful. But going forward, now we got this, this Dolphins team, you know, on our doorstep now. That's the next team up. And I'm looking there, and I'm saying, okay, if Wilson is healthy and he starts in this game, what are your expectations for him, Steve? What do you think that he'll be able to do against the Dolphins coming off of an injury? You know, listen, Wilson had a few games, you know, when he was on the bench and he looked to see, like, what he was learning. And, you know, John Beck, who was the coach, who's now a new assistant coach with us, with us and was even telling Zach about, like, what to do, Hopefully this is a lesson for Zach that he learned He learned from all of this and, you know, from all mm-hmm. the mistakes he made. Hopefully, because this is a year for Zach to get better and, and, you know, like for him to, like, you know, adjust to games, you know, and all that stuff. But here, here is the thing, though, Joe. Like, like, you know, like now that we're talking about, like, this game against the Dolphins, listen, the Dolphins this year are a team that was supposed to be a playoff contending team. They've been a disappointment mm-hmm. in the NFL, you know. And, by the way, I'm not so sure if Devontae Parker is going to be playing this Sunday. I think he's on the IR with a hamstring still. I think he's still out. But, listen, besides Devontae Parker, the Dolphins are, are not as bad as a lot of people think they are. I mean, listen, they are another divisional team that's coming into our stadium, you know, you know, they're coming off of that upset Thursday night win that they had against the Ravens. And where, listen, I watched them play in that Thursday night game against Baltimore. You know why they won the game? They put the pressure on Lamar Jackson and they forced Lamar Jackson to make mistakes. And that yeah. is something that our offensive line has to watch out for. But you know something, though, Joe? Listen, the NFL is different every week. I don't know what's going to happen. We got to see. Yeah, yeah. So give me your final score prediction for this upcoming game, man, against the Dolphins. Well, well, here's the thing, Joe. It'll be my first game going back, so I'll, I'll be seeing the Jets live at MetLife Stadium okay. on Sunday. Uh, you know, okay. it'll be my first time, you know, since when the pandemic happened back since last year. But I'm excited to go back there, you know, going with a couple of my buddies. We're going to go see the game. Hopefully, you know, we'll get that W. Um Mm-hmm. My final score prediction of this game, I think this game will be a lot closer. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a close game. Um, and you know something? I'll give the 
I'll give the Jets. I'll I'll give the Jets to edge this one out. I think the Jets win this game. I'm going to go 24-21 Jets. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, Steve, I got to get back to these lines. You have yourself a good night, all right, my friend? Good night, Joe. All right. Listen, Steve calling in with his takes. People are frustrated. Again, I'm not a guy that's saying we should call for Sella's job. I'm not saying that, okay? I I understand there's some Jets fans out there talking about those things. No, I'm not saying we should fire him after year one. I'm just saying some of the things we're seeing is concerning, and he needs to make changes. There, There has to be defensive adjustments. There has to be. Like, and that's honestly one of the things that Rex was saying. Listen, everybody's saying, hey, we don't have, uh, we don't have, you know, certain guys out there. Rex said, listen, I was playing and I didn't have any corners. We saw Rex take a defense that was not very good, and they were a top 10 defense in this league. I remember that year when we had corner issues and Rex had those guys out there playing. It's because he made adjustments. He made adjustments. All good coaches in this league make adjustments. The Bills? They made adjustments against us. That's why they kept going to Stephon Diggs over and over and over again because they saw it worked. So they just kept doing it. They saw the matchup. They said, oh, this guy, he can't cover Diggs. We're going to keep going to him. So this, this staff has got to understand that, man. They've got to make better adjustments. Got to. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Please give a stream a thumbs up wherever you're watching me from. Watch me on YouTube. Please subscribe. Turn on your notification bell as well when you subscribe. So when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Share the stream as well with your friends and family across your social media. It's greatly appreciated. Also, if you want to give to the show, it's in the super chat. You can give there. If not, hey, you can give to my cash app as well. To some people that want to do that, it's right at the bottom of the screen. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. Salute to all the savages in the chat. You know, everybody. NY Jets FL, Edward Figueroa, Method, everybody that's in there. Just going off. NY Jets FL keeps everybody laughing. That guy's hilarious, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines, though. Venom G's are coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, this dude Venom G's is a savage. He's a savage. Venom is a savage, man. Joe. Salute to you, Venom. What's going on, Joe? What's going on, man? Listen, 45-17, my friend. 45-17, to okay? That was the score. Where do we start, man? Where do we start? I want you to give me me your thoughts about this offense, man. What are your thoughts about it? All I know is, and I understand. I know I'm not calling for Salah's job. I'm, and, you know, comparing him to the other coaches like Rex Ryan and all of them, he's not that type of coach. They didn't bring him in here to mess with the defense. He got everybody has their job, and he's staying out of it. He may make recommendations here and there, but he wants his coaches to run, the, you know, their, their positions. So he's just overseeing everybody. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's – you know, up to everybody to just say, hey, it's solid, it's solid, it's solid. It's up to him to put pressure on these these coordinators that he has. So that's what he has to do. But I don't think this year is his first year. Let him get acclimated to it and see what he needs to change within this season. 
So I think mm. by the by next season we should see something. But this team here is atrocious, man. They don't have they don't they don't have any good players. And I know Salah doesn't I know they don't want it they don't wanna deflate these guys' egos so they have to say, yo, you know, it's on me. These I don't they can't come out and say, Hey, we don't have great players. We don't have the 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 players that they have now would be on on somebody else's, you know, practice squad. So all these all they have is practice squad players out on the field right now. And they're getting oh every every week. <laughs> every week. Joe, this is a practice squad Come team. On. This is okay. it. This is a practice squad team. <laughs> well here's, you know, here's it, the deal. Listen. <laughs> I hear I hear what you're saying, Vinny, and I think we're all you know, dealing with the situation, right, of this football team and how, you know, things are happening, right? But when you look at mm-hmm. the situation, right, you look at this offense, yes, we're not as talented as the Bills. We all know that. I don't think anybody, you know, would, would argue that. But when you're not doing yes. what it takes game planning wise and you're not making adjustments, you make it really easy for the Bills to beat you. Right, we beat the Bengals team this that I don't think we're as good at. Squad. This is a practice oh. squad. That's why it looks like practice for the other team every Sunday. I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn, how do they go down the field so quick? Third, I think in the third quarter they scored 21 in, in three minutes. I'm like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> this ain't the defense from this ain't the defense from week one. This ain't the defense oh, from man. week two, three. This this ain't that. Yeah. This is everybody's hurt, and and let's see. Marcus May ain't there to cover up some of the blemishes, so we're mm-hmm. going against. Everybody's going against the practice squad now. Yeah, and we Look, have a I, few you know. bright spots. The the mm-hmm. offense is pretty. The offense, you know, is coming together, man, and and that's one of the bright spots. Is the offense, the defense. We're, we're it, lost. We're the lost in the storm. Is the offense uh, listen, Connor McGovern and Greg Van Roten is terrible. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, those oh, guys are no, horrible. No, 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 no. I'm I'm Joe, we gotta the offense play calling is coming together. The players they have are trash. I can't you Van Rotten. I don't even call him Van Roten. He's Van Rotten. He's been <laughs> we gotta get him get him out of here. You know, I I'm seeing people by the mm-hmm. Joe. The center is going in the wrong direction. They have, they <laughs> Oliver came right up the middle. What, yeah. Who are you blocking, McGovern? Like, their yeah. rolling is just getting railroads. They, yeah. they, they're pushing. Oh my God! They, he's just the, yeah. he's the doll that they push in training. Man, they yeah. lift the doll up and push him back. That's that's what he is. You know, so these, yeah, I'm I'm just happy, Joe. Lucky this year, the uh, the draft is filled with offensive linemen. You know, Joe Douglas should do something great with with this draft class that's coming in because it has Ed Rushes and Mm -hmm. and offensive linemen. So we should be good. This, hopefully, (laughs) I'm still waiting to see what Becton looks like. We don't know what we have in Becton this year. Jeez. Yeah, I mean he's. A we couple, don't know what we have. He's a couple. He's a couple weeks we don't away know though. What we and have I, look, there's already. Squad. Yeah, there's already people going off on him about and that that whole weight thing with Beckton. That this is so overblown. Okay, and I'm just tired of people yeah, trying to push yeah. this narrative. I don't want to go on a crazy rant about this, but listen, 
For those of you that continuously try to attach this narrative to Makai Becton that he is out of shape, he is not, okay? First off, nah, when he no, came no, into not. the offseason, people were trying to say he was out of shape. If you look at the videos, the pictures, or anything, that dude's wildly in shape. He was smaller this year than yeah. he was when he got drafted. You could see it. Last now, year, guess yeah. what? He, he jacks his knee up this year after getting rolled into, right? His knee gets, what is it, like a fractured knee, dislocated knee as well? He's going to gain a yeah. little weight because he can't do anything. That doesn't mean he's wild and out of shape. It just means he's been injured, okay? He has to heal up. Stop trying to constantly attach the out-of-shape thing to this guy. Please just stop doing that. I really, I really wish yeah. you would stop. And it's Jets media and yeah. some Jets fans that are trying to push this narrative. It's ridiculous. It's worse you than when what? Jets it's, fans are and, constantly trying to turn tackles into guards. I'm tired of that, too. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm, I'm going home. I've had enough. I'm so tired of this. I am tired of Jets fans no. talking to me about turning tackles into guards. I am tired of that. Why do you guys want to do that? Why? Well, I don't understand it. Let's turn a tackle into a guard. Let's keep talking about how Makai Beckton supposedly is, is uh, unbelievably out of shape. Like, let's keep doing that. No. What are you talking about? No, this is, what is this going is on? I feel like I'm in another joke. dimension. Go ahead. And, and, oh. and, that's, and that's what it is. We're in a different dimension. Look at us. We turn safety to linebackers. We have safeties being pass rushes. Everything is out of sync oh, with us. But Makai is in great shape, man. I, I, I see him on Instagram. He looks like he's progressing in his, in his program right now. So just let him. He's going to be okay, man. We just got to get him on yeah. the field and see what he is. And, I, and yeah. we just can't. Right now, we just can't judge these quarterbacks with the the pass rush getting and the D line getting to them so quick. We can't judge these guys. You can't say that last game was on Mike White. I'm, you know, you could have put Joe Montana, any best superstar quarterback back there with this line. You can't tell who's who and what's what right now. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah, Mike White made some bad decisions, but he was – there was pressure. That first interception, he definitely got hit. I just don't – Connor McGovern, Grant, Van, Greg Van Roten, those guys have got to be out of here. And, again, Joe Douglas this offseason, and we'll get to that because we're going to be running shows then as well, too. Yeah. He's got to stir up And, Joe, I think – We cannot keep playing and this I, being cheap and, and penny-pinching yes, with a line anymore. Yes. Go get the guys, seal this line up, and let's move forward, man. Yeah, and, and, and I think this year, Joe does – I think it's not about, you know, the coaches. I think Joe has some confidence in these two guys because they should have been off the roster last year. For him to have them come back, you know, this is ridiculous to see what we saw from them last year. And I say just with yeah. Salah, you know, we saw how he looked the first year in San Francisco. Be patient with him. He's going to get this defense right. But just understand – these players that he has, does it fit this game? We saw this with Todd Bowl, where he ran a different system, and the players that he did, that he had, he just used them because that's who he had in the building. He didn't want to go out and spend money. Every coach that we had had to deal with the players that we have. They couldn't reconstruct this roster the way they needed to. So it's going to take time to build this roster the yep. right way. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so it's yeah. going to be some time. And the Bills, just like the Bills did it, they did it in three years. This is our first year. The first year, Josh Allen didn't look good. Second year, didn't look good. Third year, he's became, he became 
an MVP. So let's let's just let him go. You know, let this thing progress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got to see how they play out. I know there's Jets fans calling for Joe Douglas's head as well. I, you know, no, I, I, I get some of the arguments, him... but I'm not. Yeah, you got you got to let this guy continue to build because again, I tell people. With him, you know, being limited, especially the first year he got here, he didn't even have a draft because they gave – he didn't have a draft or yep. a free agency because they gave that to, that to McCagnin, leave it to the Johnsons to do something crazy like that. But that's exactly what they yep. did. And, you know, he's still trying to build and, and find his way. So I'm, I'm willing to give him more time, but he's got to be more – he's got to attack in free agency this offseason. And we'll talk about it when we get there, this, but he's got to do that. But I, yeah. I, I want to talk to you a little bit about this, uh, this upcoming game against the Dolphins, uh, Venom, because I know you know. Are you concerned about Flores out-coaching Sulla in this game? Are you concerned about that, man? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because they're going against uh, – Joe, I told you, this is, a, this is a practice team, Joe. This is a practice team. <laughs> oh, my team. God. So just go, they, Joe, they held last week the, the Bills to six points. <laughs> they held they, – they beat up on, on Lamar Jackson. We can't even get nobody to Maddie Ice. So what do you think they're going to do to us? <laughs> this, is, nah. this is laughable, man, because we, we, you know, I don't even want to be this type of guy. I want to have confidence in the team. But we have a practice squad on the field. Bro, and it's sad mm. to say that. It's sad to say that because we have, you know, Elijah Moore. He's okay. He, I heard somebody say he's the number one. He's not a number one because he's so small. If somebody put, if you put somebody strong on him, they need Corey Davis to offset what the people are doing. So he has Corey Davis and Crowder out there. So they're, they're drawing some attention, and he's getting open some sort of ways. And the play call has gotten better. So with that, he's getting, he's getting, he's, you know, getting his opportunity a little bit more. Yeah, so you yeah. get to see him a little bit more, but he's not a number one. If you hit, if you put Jalen Ramsey on him, he wouldn't have a catch the whole game. If you put a strong guy on him, he wouldn't have a catch. Yeah, I, well, I think we, you know we'll continue yeah. to see a little bit out of Baltimore. I think everybody's just, or you know, there's some Jets fans that are just excited about the production that we're finally no seeing out of him after. So kind of a slow start, but as the, as you know, a, as we'll, we'll see what fan, happens going forward. Mm-hmm. As a Jets fan, we can have Megatron here. They won't. They will say he's not a number one. <laughs> That's just how we, we look at it. No matter who we get, it's like ah, Megatron's a bum. Well, he got the ball. You know. That's how it is. <laughs> well, you know, Joe, I mean, it is what Joe, it is. Yeah, I felt you, I, yo man. I feel your pain. It's tough being a Jets right. fan, man. How long we been doing this, Joe? How long we been doing this? A long time. We've been solving together time. for a long time. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a so fact. I, That's a fact. So my next question, my next question, right, you know, before I get, before I let you go, my next question. Score? When you look at the situation, no, no, no. When you look at the situation at quarterback, right, if Wilson is not prepared, are you comfortable starting Mike White against the Dolphins or are you going to Joe Flacco? If Wilson is not prepared, you gotta stick with Mike. Mike, you got my man, Mikey. He, he got to go back out there, man. He got to redeem himself. Mm-hmm. And this is what okay. this line is so trash. Yo, I'm scared. Yo, the one, man. you know, and this is this is the thing that kills me with the team. One week they show up to to as a good, and then two games like 
they're just un, it's unpredictable. It's a roller coaster ride or up and down with this yeah. team one time. So it's it's tough to say. It's tough to say, Joe. But I know yeah. Mike yeah. White should be out there. Yeah, he should. I mean, but if Wilson is healthy, man, I'm you know I want to see the kid come back and be able to go out there. But again, it's just kind of up in the air right now because Sola hasn't announced it. But we'll see what happens going forward, especially yeah. if that means. So before I let you go, I hope he does. I hope he already, does go man. out there. Yeah. yeah, you can spit some heat already. Give me your final score prediction for this game against the Dolphins, man. Oh man, you know I don't want to. I don't want to do if Zach, if Mike White is out there, but I'm gonna do just <laughs> overall. I don't even know. What, should I say forty-nine to to thirteen? The Dolphins? <laughs> because it, see, oh, everybody my get a forty when they come here. Everybody get a 49. forty. Everybody oh get a forty. Forty nine, thirteen. Should I say thirty five? Because everybody get a thirty two. You know. Oh man. So I don't. It's gonna be. It's gonna be something tough because this defense can't stop nobody, and they're just gonna. Gasecki's gonna. Gasecki is gonna eat. You know. So. It's, it's going to be yeah. a day Parker's going to eat, you know. So it's, it's going to be it's going to be a long day for us. Yeah. And, yeah, and they can't they can't do nothing with this with this this team right now. So tell the off yeah. season we're going to have to deal with this. <laughs> All right, Venom. Listen, I, I got to get going. That listen, I want to thank you for calling in, brother. Next no, time I sure want to hear from you. You already know how we do. <laughs> definitely, definitely. You know how we do, Joe. Have a good one. All right. <laughs> have a good one. Listen, Venom G's on the line. There's been a lot of callers tonight. A lot of callers tonight. I understand. A lot of upset Jets fans. It's tough. It's tough. But listen, salutes to True Senate with the big, 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 big donation. I said salutes to True Senate with the big, 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 big True Senate says, Bill's Mafia in the building, but I rock with the show. Yo, salutes. Salutes to you, you know? I wish you guys nothing but the best going forward. Thank you for giving to the platform. You know, I always enjoy when, you know, football fans from other teams or wherever, you know, come on in and just talk football with me or just tell me they enjoy the show. I really, really appreciate that. I really appreciate y'all. You know, listen, we green over here. I want to be very clear. We could offer you a jersey if you like. Come on, come on over and be a Jets fan, Truth in it. You know what I'm saying? Come on with the cool kids. You know, we'll we'll figure it out soon enough. But you know, if you want to stay over there and, and rock your bills, I respect that as well. And you know, anytime, any teams, any fans of other teams that want to call in, I've had that as well. We had some callers tonight as well that were fans of of the Bills, or we've had them in the past call in fans of other teams. Please do, man. I really, really, truly enjoy y'all support. And, uh, you know, I love exchanging ideas going back and forth with y'all about football. So salutes to True Senate again with the big, big, big donation. And, again, thank you for giving to the platform. Listen, this has been quite a show, man. This has been quite a show. I'm going to do my breakdown for this Dolphins game. I'm going to give y'all my prediction. Listen, it's tough. It's tough. And I understand, you know, Sulla and this staff has got to get it together. They've got to get it together. They've got, got to make better adjustments. I'm looking at this Dolphins offense right now, and I'm saying this Jets defense has got to be on point. Okay, we cannot play any games. We cannot play around. 
They have some weapons there. Jalen Waddle, this guy can move. This guy can make plays out there. You also got Gaskins as well, another back. We've got to be able to shut down these running lanes, man. We cannot get completely starched by the running game. We gave up 139 yards just just recently to the Bills. You know how much we gave up. We gave up 172 yards to Jonathan Taylor and Indy. We cannot continue to get ran on like this every single week. We can't do that. You got Gaskins. That's a guy that can scoot. He can also come out the backfield and catch the football as well. We've got to be aware of that. This linebacker core has got to step up against that. I want to see Quincy Williams, you know, do more. We've got to see him out there better. Ashton Davis, got to take better angles too. Got to take better angles. We also got to look out for Matt Collins as well. Albert Wilson is another good wide receiver that they have. But I'll tell you what, Mike Gasecki, that's a guy we've got to keep under check. We've had issues with tight ends here for years. I'm talking years we've had issues covering him. You cannot continue to have issues against them, man. Can't do that. We've got to make sure that we, we, we get Mike Gasecki under wraps, man. We've got to cover this guy. And we've got to attack Tua. We've got to. This guy that's kind of been up and down this season. He's been playing a little bit better as of recent. But, you know, we've got to get, we've got to get after him. Because if you hit this guy and bag him around, he definitely will throw you some interceptions and will turn it into turnovers. Offensively, offensive line has got to get it together. We've got to block better up front. Greg Van Roten, Connor McGovern, my goodness, clean it up. You guys have looked so up and down. Connor McGovern was awful in the last game. Awful. Got to step up. You know, you're looking at this situation here, man. This this defensive front of the Dolphins, again, Flores and those guys will have them fired up. We've got to make sure we get these guys blocked. Raquan Davis, all the guys they got up there, we've got to make sure we get these guys blocked. And we've got to be careful with the football. Now, again, Wilson – you know, him starting still kind of up in the air. I think he will start. I think, you know, Solo will put him out there. I think the knee's a little bit better. It might be a little gamesmanship going on between him and the Dolphins and why he won't just name, you know, Zach Wilson the starter just as of yet. Uh, you know, trying to have the have the Dolphins maybe try to prepare for, you know, Mike White. But I'm thinking that Zach Wilson might, you know, be the guy. So, you know, Zach Wilson, if he's out there, he's coming off that injury. Let's ease him back into the game, get some solid play calling going to really get him his rhythm going, and then go out there and handle business. Start letting him push the ball downfield because the dink and dunk stuff, the Dolphins are going to be able to adjust to that, and especially when you've got a guy like Xavier Howard. And they got some guys out there, Byron Jones. He's some decent corners in this league, all right? Be careful with the ball. Be careful with the ball. And I think our running game has got to be implemented a bit better as well. We got really pass-happy early against the Bills, and when we started to go to the run, we started to see some production from it, and then we kind of went away from it. Michael Carter's got to get the ball in his hands early and often, early and often. So with all that said, taking the Jets, I'm taking the Jets to rebound and beat the Dolphins 23-20. to I am taking the New York Jets. taking the Jets. I know it's going to surprise you, but I believe that we'll be able to rebound. You can't beat the Dolphins. We're going to, you know, <laughs> people are definitely going to get the screaming. But I, I think that this is a team that, you know, we can get going, especially, again, if Zach Wilson, you know what I'm saying, I, who is what I believe is going to be the starter, Zach Wilson's going to be out there, man. You know, we'll be solid. We'll be solid. So 
I'm thinking Zach is probably going to be the starter going into this game. And I'm taking, you know, I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking the Jets 20 through the 20. So, whew, this has been a hot show, man. Been a hot show. Gone back and forth. Goodness gracious. A lot of great calls, a lot of great people to speak to. I'm going to go ahead and close it out. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I am also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. That's my personal page. All right? You can also catch me at Long Beach Joe, The Long Beach Joe, as well, for the show's page. Listen, if you want to troll me, no issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. Did y'all see him block two players against the Bills? Two. Connor McGovern forgets his assignment. Who cares? We got Vera Tucker. He'll block everybody else. He's got to. Two bum. Those guys are garbage. <laughs> Vera Tucker, uh, Connor McGovern and, and Greg Van Roten's garbage, all right? But Vera Tucker has our back. He's got our back. So I have my jersey on, and we'll go back and forth with you, all right? I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. For those of you listening to me on Block Talk Radio, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right? That's where we live stream the show. That's where I put up under content. We also game on that channel as well. Listen, you go to YouTube, you type in Long Beach Joe Jets, all right? You subscribe to that channel. You turn on the notifications, and you give my videos a thumbs up, man. And if you want to troll me in the comments, no issues, I'll troll you right back in those comments as well. Let's go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone, no matter what anyone tells you, the hugs will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you people, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to listen and call into the show. As well, folks, listen, cfbnj.org, cfbnj.org, the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. We're continuing to support them. Please go to cfbnj.org and donate if you can your time. They have volunteer spots there. There's a turkey day going on as well. And also you can donate money through there as well. Please continue to do that. We're giving as much as we can to impact our communities. Thanksgiving coming up, there's a lot of people that need food that, you know, are looking for their next meal. So cfbnj.org, please go there and give if you can, all right? So you folks have a good one. Peace. (laughs) 